You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Handmade CEO Podcast. It is a beautiful fall day here in Pittsburgh, and I can't wait to chat with today's guest. Today, we are welcoming Kelly Bennett. Kelly is a New York City-based creative director, and she has been building award-winning lifestyle brands for the past decade. She is the podcast host of Creative Direction with Kelly Bennett and has an incubator for creatives, brand founders, and small business owners who feel unseen in traditional business, helping them get their brands off the ground. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So first, I'd love to hear more about you and your journey to becoming a creative director. It's been quite a ride. I So back in the day, uh, when I was 18 years old, just to give some context, I don't know where I got this idea from, but I was like, I want to build businesses with creative people that really makes an impact in a unique way. And I had no freaking idea of how I was going to do that. And school was really challenging for me. I'm dyslexic. I have reading comprehension uh, disabilities. I got rejected from like every single college I applied for, but I got into one community school. And once I got in, I studied everything I could about business. I was naturally very creative, but I thought that I was going to have to choose either being a creative or a business person. So I just did my best to learn as much about business as possible. I ended up living abroad a couple of times. I ended up studying marketing and international business, psychology. And then after school, I was like, okay, now what do I, what am I going to do now? It was 2009, which was not a great time to try to apply to, to jobs. Um, as elder millennials will remember, it was a shit time for that. And so I was like, okay. So I had an internship at an ad agency, quickly realized that wasn't my path. And so I started a blog. I started my own brand and it really took off. I was featured in the Huffington Post. I got on TV. I started getting press. And just being consistent with that really helped me hone in my skills of creative direction, of building brands and storytelling and marketing in my own unique way. Then that cut to a chef who was going to be opening up a restaurant and really liked my blog and liked my style and was like, Hey, can you work with me? And I was said, yeah. And then on my way there, I was Googling different terms of like how to explain myself and creative director popped up. And I was like, that's what I am. Like I'm in charge of putting all the pieces together, really cultivating the brand, marketing, product experience. Like that's my thing. And so I said, I met him at a coffee shop and I said, I'll be your creative director. And so he was my first client client in that way. And I did that for over five years. And then we opened up two restaurants. I built it with zero 
basically zero marketing um, dollars to a very successful company. And I did a lot with community engagement, social media, storytelling, activations, markets, and bringing the community into this restaurant and doing just things in our own cool, unique way. And then from there, I went to a startup in, um, it was a city block that was turned from an old motel to different small businesses and restaurants. We did markets and I was in charge of marketing there as a marketing director, curating events and all that good stuff. And that was another good practice of like honing in my niche of business in creative direction. And then in 2020, I was like, you know what? I'm going back full-time working for myself and I'm going to be finding a unique way of how to put this all together for other small business owners versus just focusing on one small business at a time. And in the interim of that, I was teaching workshops about creative direction. I was holding creative meetups. And then in 2020, I was like, I'm doing this from the beginning. Like, how do I want to build this moving forward so I could scale it and reach more creative small business owners? And then in 2021, after some trial and error, I launched my incubator. And so the incubator is this really curated experience for creatives who are wanting to build a brand. They want to launch products. They want to find their own niche in marketing. They want to have their own small business because they want to do what they love all the time and support themselves and live a freaking good life, you know? And so the, the incubator is like my method of creative direction with over a decade of experience really refined for creative, for a small business owner that they could start applying now and really walk them through the process so it doesn't feel so scary and unknown and like, what the hell am I doing? and not so piecemeal together. Like it's very curated. You feel supported also as the creative that you are. And so it's really geared towards that creative that wants that personal support, but also that business support. And when you put those two things together, it's really, really, really cool what happens from there. That is so amazing, Kelly. Thank you for kind of walking us through the story. Ah. And I love, I love that was a whole spiel. And I love that you looked it up on Google and you were like, what am I? <laughs> I love that. Totally had that moment yeah. in the car before I walked into the meeting. That's amazing. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> can you say like, so you looked up what a creative director was. And so for those listening, especially people who might not know what a creative director is, like in like a sentence or two, can you just tell me like what? is a creative director? What is creative direction um, for a brand? This is a really, yeah, this is a really good question because even when I was Googling and like creative director was popping up, the most, most ways we think about creative directors is maybe like creative director for like a video shoot or for a graphic design. It's like, or in the fashion industry, it's like really niche per industry. But my niche of creative direction is the person in the brand who's in charge of the brand, who's really like wants to make sure that everything feels on brand from a post on Instagram to how a menu looks in a restaurant to the front entrance, um, 
I'm using the restaurant as an example because it's a good one to be able to see how that all works together from like the uniforms to the website to the events. Like my job was to make sure that all felt on brand to actually build out the brand. What is the look, the feel, the vibes, the lifestyle, the ethics? Um, What do we sell? How do we sell it? What makes it unique? What's marketable about this? How are we marketing and making sure that all those moving pieces is really, um, well curated and there's someone to be in charge of making sure all those pieces make sense. What I found with small business owners is that that part is really challenging to do while also creating the product and making and providing the creative service and doing your taxes and like living a life and doing your laundry or if you have kids or, you know, it's just like a lot of things to do while trying to be the creative director in your business as well. So that's why I found my own little weird niche of creative direction. Also too, because creatives, we have so many ideas. And so how can we find direction with our creativity in a way that really resonates with us so that we can move it forward? Many of us can get caught in this wheel of like, oh, I have so many ideas, I don't know where to start. Or I I could be doing so many things that I don't know where to focus. Or I have so many different abilities, I don't know how to put that into a brand or a business. And so I also kind of like to take the perspective of creative direction and also show like, it's also the internal stuff. It's finding direction with all of your creativity. And so I just honestly made up my own little weird niche of creative direction, um, putting that all together. And um, yeah, I'm just owning it. Like that's my method of creative direction. It's definitely not traditional, but that's, that's my hot take on it. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I love that because makers are not traditional, I would say traditional business owners, like makers and creatives, they have their own, you know, they're, they're really putting their heart and soul into everything they make and it's all unique. And, yes. um, you know, it, it takes a lot out of someone to, to even do the, the creative part. And then you have to think about the business part mm-hmm. and it's just so complicated. So having someone to kind of walk you through that is, and can be so incredibly helpful. Um, yeah. So, and I would, and I would add there too, when you have good creative mm-hmm. direction around your products, your brand, your marketing, you're actually able to grow and sustainably grow the business itself. So I usually lead more with a creative direction direction because for creatives, we resonate with that mm-hmm. more, but you're really essentially building the structure of your business so that you can grow it and you can scale it and you have more confidence to put yourself out there. So it's cool that it's, it's this really holistic approach to having a creative small business. Definitely. It's no secret that social media is one of the number one tools out there that you should be using to market your creative business. The only problem is that it can be hard to find a good playbook out there to help you market on social media in a way that is proven to help you make sales from what you're posting. That's why we've created the Social Content Playbook for Makers. Our playbook will teach you all about what to post on social media to make more sales. You can find it inside our membership for makers by going to happeninghands.com and signing up for your first three days free. Okay, back to the show. So can you share um, a few things about how, like, what does it take? What does it take to build and launch a lifestyle brand? Totally. So 
again, my niche of like what types of brands, because creative small businesses could fall under quite a few different categories. And what I learned is that my niche is anytime you're building a brand that could resonate with someone's lifestyle, maybe they're living a creative lifestyle or they want to live a more, um, lifestyle that helps them feel inspired or encouraged or aesthetically makes them feel like they have this really cool curated home or whatever the case may be, we can find a way that it aligns with someone's lifestyle. Because to me, that's much more impactful and also helps the creative behind the brand find a deeper purpose and impact around their business. Where in those hard days or those days of like, does this even matter? You could see how you actually are touching people's lives. And that that to me is like the coolest part of all. So that's the types of brands that I work with. Um, and so what I find is that the people who are able to really hone in on their unique take on their industry, really be able to own their own unique perspective about their craft, for those who are willing to do the small steps, even if they feel awkward and they're not quite sure what the next thing will take them, but they're willing to show up anyways, even if they're scared and like, holy shit, what the hell is happening? Um, they're willing to just do that next small step. To me, those are the people that really have the most sustainable growth overall because at the end of the day, you could have a beautifully designed website. You could have the most beautiful branding. You could have great photos. You could have great copy. You can know a lot of great people. You could have pops of you know um, sales. But for long-term sustainable growth, you're going to have to show up consistently. And you're going to have to put yourself in awkward <laughs> situations pretty often. And so... It's just about you also doing your own inner work because most of the time I find that brand founders who have amazing products, who are super creative, who, you know, have great stuff to offer. We often could cut ourselves off and saying, well, I don't know if anyone will like it. I don't know if anyone will buy this. Is it even worth following through? We have the, we're our worst own critic, right? So it's also the people who are willing to do the inner work and will give themselves, even if they have the most busy schedule ever, but just carving out and holding some space for themselves to unpack that and to process so that they can continue to show up. Um, in my own experience too, being an entrepreneur now for over a decade, I also found that that was my, that was my thing as well, because I was told growing up, like I couldn't be a business person because I had these learning disabilities and because I couldn't get into college. And I just, my high school guidance counselor told me like, I was never going to be able to do that, which I think should be like illegal. That's a side note. And then I even had a professor in college tell me, it's a shame that um, you have these learning disabilities because you could have been so much more. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so shitty to tell someone who's actively trying to, you know, learn and find their own niche of learning. So to me, in my own story, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to go over here. I've just been consistently finding something to hold on to and like just get to that next step. Um, and the people that I work with, 
usually have some sort of similar story because I feel like we all find each other. But once you have that support and you have that encouragement and then you have the tools and you have the structure and you also have one or a few people in your corner, like that's how you can see it through. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. This is a question for all of the makers and creative business owners listening. Uh, What advice do you have for a maker who has been trying to get their business off the ground for years and they're just stuck in a loop, you know, things are not taking off, but they desperately want to make it work. What advice do you have for that maker or, or what kind of questions could you kind of guide them to ask themselves um, as they kind of try to figure out if they want to take this full time or as they try to figure out their direction? I think that's a really great question because I often work with makers and creatives who've been doing, who've been at it for a few years or quite a few years. And they're like, I'm hitting a wall. I would do a deep dive really of like, what's really hitting the wall. I feel like sometimes it's, it's something that maybe we haven't let go of or an old story we're telling ourselves or criticism that we're still holding on to. So I think there's some inner work there of like, what is this story that you're holding on to? Giving them space to process that and let that go. And also like, what do you really want to create? What do you really want to build? And it may not be what you've been doing. Maybe you feel like you want to change it up. If it hasn't been, you know, taking off the way you want it to, what needs to change? What needs to shift? Because if you keep at it in the same way you've been doing it, you are going to keep going in circles. So what are you willing to change? What are you willing to invest in? What are you willing to let go of? And really being honest with yourself of what that looks like for you in this season of life, right? So I would say starting there, then allowing yourself the space to really do a deep dive into your brand. What is the story? What is the message? What is the identity? What do you need to, you know, invest in there? Maybe it's a new logo or your graphics or getting your website cleaned up, or is it new photography? It could be like the inner stuff, but also some really big practical stuff. Are you pricing yourself correctly? That's a big one I see with makers and creatives who've been at this for a while, but who haven't really felt the impact of their business. They've been undercharging themselves. So no wonder they're not making a profit. And also marketing isn't going to solve that, right? So adjusting your prices and doing the inner work to allow yourself to adjust your prices, right? So there's a lot of like the inner and then also the outer of the actual brand. Where do you really want to be known for? What products usually too, they have trying to do way too many things at the same time. How can we curate a tighter product line? What product do you want to be known for? What are some industry contacts you haven't really tapped into? Who could you reach out to? Could you get on a podcast, tell about your story? Like finding that thing that could really pull people in because you're also feeling it now too. That's the big key there. You're feeling it again, and then other people could help feel that and spread that because, again, marketing is essentially word of mouth. So in order for you to feel good, you have to be able to talk about it. But doing that inner work and really cleaning up behind the scenes, and then you feel confident showing someone your website or sending them to your social media, that all is connected. Awesome. Thank you so much. 
I know that there are so many people out there that have been stuck in that loop. And so I, I know that they'll appreciate hearing that and, and at least having that mentally as like a starting point, you know? Totally. And also I want to note that we all have found ourselves in some sort of loop. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a creative, if you're doing something you've never done before, you're doing something you haven't even seen before, you're going to have loopsy loops, right? Like it's part of the process and not being so hard on yourself. Most of the time we stay in that because we're being so hard on ourselves. Like I should know this by now, or I should have had this figured out or what the hell is my problem? Everyone else is figuring it out. Giving yourself that breather, like, okay, let me just take a pause. Let me take a step back because keeping yourself there is not going to help move it forward. You're going to have to change things up. So also I want to say like, you're not alone. I've been there myself, every single creative. I've worked now with thousands of creatives. Like everyone's had had that moment. And even in bigger brands that I've worked with, I've seen those moments there too. So it's just, it is part of the process and like, okay, it's part of the process, but what do you want to do now? That's, that's the thing of reframing and then helping you get your mindset and your creativity and your creative energy back to that place. Absolutely. So thank you, Kelly. And one of my last questions is, do you have any special offers for our listeners today? Sure. I have a text community where people can join my text community, get different journaling prompts, advice on their creative direction. They can um, text me questions, which is really nice. So it's a space off of social media. Um, and then I also have a weekly email list where you could join the email list and have a wrap up of different advice and inspiration, hear about brand stories, and just again, like feel that sense of community. And then I also have an incubator where you can have the support working with a creative director, working on your brand, your products, your marketing, so that you have a really great structure to build your business. And I would love it if your um, community, definitely reach out, book a call with me. It's on me. I would love to hear more about what you're working on. Um, what are you feeling stuck with and anything I could help to um, get you to the other side? Awesome. Thank you, Kelly. And where can we find you on the internet? Yes. So everything on the internet, it's at with Kelly Bennett on Instagram, TikTok. Um, my website is with Kelly Bennett.com and my text, you could text 702-640-5414 and you could text me there to get on the community and I would just love to connect with you. I love connecting with creative people. It's my favorite thing in the world. So reach out and um, I can't wait to talk more. Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank you so much for tuning into the Handmade CEO podcast. Check out the show notes to get a closer look at our guest today and our special offers. Most importantly, check out and join our membership for makers, Happening Hands, where we feature courses, workshops, monthly coaching, and more for makers and creative business owners who are ready to bring their businesses to the next level. You can do this by going to www.happeninghands.com. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job.